So hello to all our listeners everywhere. My name is Anna and I'm a member defence field organiser for ACORN in Leeds in the north of England. ACORN is a community union bringing local people together to stand up for ourselves and our communities. We organise around issues affecting low and middle income communities such as public transport, community services and housing. In Leeds we've been standing up for tenants, stopping evictions and getting much needed repairs and also working on citywide campaigns. Recently, we've been campaigning for landlord licensing, meaning that landlords would be regulated. So women are are often the people most affected by the issues we organise around. So to build a powerful fighting community union, we're going to need women to lead the way. Today, I'm going to be talking about the importance of women in our union and how to get women front and centre of our organising. I'm going to be talking to Jane, chair of ACON Leads, about the importance of women leaders and how we can bring women into the organisation. Jane is also a young person rep in the RMT, Union for Transport Workers, and is currently on strike for fair pay, jobs and conditions. Hi, Jane. So what made you want to join ACORN? I'd heard of ACORN through a friend ages and ages and ages ago, but I didn't actually join. It wasn't until ACORN members sort of started showing up on our RMT picket lines that I got talking to members and I just found a group of sort of like-minded people who were interested in the same ideals that I was. And it was nice to find out that there was something that can be done within communities because you associate unions a lot of the time with trades and different industries of work. So it felt good to think that I could have an impact on my local communities. Absolutely. Why do you think ACORN is important? The most important part for me personally was to sort of feel empowered in my life and take control of the changes that I wanted to see being done and having an active part in making those changes happen I think there's something very satisfying about fighting and winning for things and that's that's a platform that ACORN will give everyone and anyone the chance to be part of. So as a women leader you were recently elected as chair of our branch. Why do you think it's important to have women leading in ACORN? And uh, I guess in the union movement more generally as well. Yeah, like what you were saying earlier about women being kind of disproportionately affected by a lot of the issues that ACORN campaign for. I think it, it's really important to have people represented and have women represented within within that. It, I hope as well that it sparks sort of more women to become involved when they see actually that person's just like me maybe I'll get involved because if they can do it I can do it and I think when it comes to the political and community and trade issues that are going around at the minute it's important for women to get involved because it's it's stuff that happens directly sort of to to their lives and these have been traditionally very male orientated things to be part of so it's allowing my own empowerment and hopefully kind of sparking the empowerment of other women by getting involved in in the union and, and campaigning for the things that are important for us. Obviously, it's really important for women to be getting involved in unions and to be getting involved in organising. Why might this not be happening as much as it should be? Like, what are the kind of barriers that women face when they're wanting to get involved in unions? I think a big part of the the barriers to women comes from how we're perceived Women are often vilified for being driven and motivated and having a voice for themselves. And that comes from centuries of the patriarchy. And it's important that there are champions who will take that forward and make it a more accessible kind of platform. And 
sort of having women who are willing to put themselves into positions where at first, yeah, we might sort of have not positive things spoken about us, but that's normally because we're doing a good job. If you're classed as an outspoken woman, there is that kind of worry of how is this going to affect me? Is it going to affect my family? You know, sometimes as a women organiser, you have these thoughts of like, what impact is this going to have on me? Yeah, it's just one of those those moments where we're very used to being told that the best thing that we can do is be quiet, be submissive, be supportive, when actually we need to challenge that and get more women being disruptive and not having that be negative, not having women's voices be challenged because they're women's voices as opposed to if it was the same comments in a in a different person so for the barrier yeah image is a, is a, a huge reason and putting yourself out there and being on new shows and on radio shows and having your face it's a very personal thing to to do and that can that can be quite difficult when women's looks and values are are challenged by by media and by people on social media yes absolutely and are there any barriers that you've faced to getting involved in organising? Has there been anything that sort of put you off? Yeah, at first, my introduction to unionism was through the RMT. And there was a stereotype of trade unions being men round the table making decisions with a beer. And that's definitely not an environment that appealed to me and, and probably delayed it a little bit at first of like getting involved myself. Very quickly realised that that's actually not always how it worked and I was I was pleasantly surprised but yeah I think another thing is I'm typically and other women have been typically given more admin related roles organizing roles making things pretty roles and actually I like to get involved I like to do the nitty-gritty the graph the hard work and I think that has been a barrier that I've had to break through in my own personal experience not just within unionism actually just within the the working world and being involved with things that are going on trade-wise and being involved in things at home-wise, you do kind of have to smash through those stereotypes. And how how do you think that women in the union movement or in ACORN, how can we kind of lift each other up and overcome those barriers and, yeah, be an example for the women, I suppose? I think just being supportive of each other and having each other's backs, whether we're in the room or not, being quick to help each other in times of need. I stand by the idea that there's no greater support than than women supporting women having each other's backs is definitely a big thing calling out unwanted behavior when the person that is maybe experiencing that behavior isn't as confident as as you are and and standing together shoulder to shoulder is is a really powerful feeling that you can have and you can give to other women yeah that's fantastic and yeah well you've been involved in acorn is there any kind of thing you've learned that surprised you I think the thing that sort of surprised me is, as much is how different everyone is. We all have such different knowledge bases, experience of life. And I think it's the thing that makes ACORN such a valuable union to be part of. I've learned so much just from speaking to the other members. That's really kind of helped me grow. And I've, I've learned things that I might not have ever experienced or, or had and you know, the the monthly meetings and the member defence. I'm able to go and have these experiences and stand by people having experiences. And it's generally helped me help me grow. And I think that anyone who's sort of interested in how the world works can definitely get a really good glimpse of that through through ACORN. 
Yeah, you were saying with the member defence and the monthly meetings, for anyone that might not be super aware of what we do in ACORN UK, do you want to just explain what those things are? So our monthly meetings are an opportunity for members to get involved and for us to work on active campaigns or vote on campaigns. And that's generally where we all get to meet and have a chat and think about how we can move the union forward and what we want to achieve and how we're going to get it. The member defence is actually one of the things that I really do love most about ACORN. It's really good direct action in its truest form of someone, like a, if a member's in trouble, they can come to ACORN and we will find a way if possible to to help out. And that's done purely on the voluntary basis of other members. And there's something really special about being able to help someone that you've met through the group get through something that could potentially be really difficult or, or unachievable on their own. So for me, member defence is a very exciting part where I get to really learn a lot about what my rights are as a person and that can better advise me to advise other people. Yeah, definitely. What kind of actions have you taken part in and what have they been like? So I'm still quite a, a relatively new member to ACORN. I was fortunate enough to take part in a member defence where a single dad with three children and he had been served a Section 21, which is a no-fault eviction. Fortunately, he'd found alternative accommodation, but there was a withholdal of his deposit for various number of reasons. We were given a long list of reasons and I was able to go to the letting agents side by side with my other ACORN members and set out a list of demands to help that member get their deposit back and to make it a really kind of public statement that the withholdal had been done very unjustly. So that was a, it was a really, really good experience and a bit nerve wracking. It can be difficult sometimes to put yourself forward for these things, but I learned so much just in that one time and very excited to do more member defence things in the future. Yeah, and you were fantastic as well. I suppose one thing we've spoken about at the Women in Organising training was that sometimes there can be barriers to women getting involved in direct action, but that is actually really, really important to, you know, for women to be leading these direct actions. Do you want to speak a bit to that? Direct action for me is the absolute backbone of how I, how I understand things to get done. It's taking the demands to the person who has the ability to change it and that's something I think especially as the working class we don't actually get a lot of opportunity to do we don't get the opportunity to go directly to the person who's in the position to change things for us but it is a nerve-wracking thing to go head to head or like face to face in front of a person of power and take some of that power back for yourself and for your group and again with sort of years and what centuries of women typically being pushed aside and not heard it can be quite scary to to learn you've got a voice and then to learn how to use that voice and that's something that especially the women in organizing training that we had that I, I learned a lot about how I can use my voice to help other women and to help other members as someone that's involved in the union movement more generally, have you seen any other barriers take place in other unions and other union settings? And are they the same or are they different, you know, barriers to women in ACORN? I definitely see a lot more women leaders within ACORN and there'll be a lot more support for women leaders within ACORN. From my own experience within trade unions, there's still a lack of support and celebration for women leaders it's very much if you want to do the job 
do it, whereas ACORN does celebrate its women leaders and is very kind of tuned into what the potential issues may be. Whereas sometimes I think other unions across the UK don't necessarily look at what specifically might differ for women within within the union and being aware of how women are perceived and, like I said, typically typically vilified when they start using their voices and how difficult social media can be for women of any age to be part of it, to be putting their face out. And Acorn's definitely ahead of the curve for how to celebrate and support women within within the union and within leadership roles across the board. As someone that's recently been elected as chair, what has your experience of being a leader been like so far, working with the other leaders? I'm very fortunate to be on a, a very balanced committee. We've got a few women leaders and a few men leaders and it's very interesting to have those discussions amongst ourselves as a committee. One of the most important things for us to do is to support our members and look at how we can progress not only our branch, but the union as a whole. And it's it's been really uplifting because we all have different levels of experience. So myself and another young woman, we are new to leadership roles within a union, but we do have another female member who is more senior in her experience of, of working within leadership roles. So we can really lean on each other to help and to to, <laughs> to help find voices. As chair, it's it's one of those things where I'm, I'm, I've got to public speak quite a lot and I've got to speak to a group quite a lot. My first time being chair after my election, I was so nervous. And within about 15, 20 minutes of actually doing what I thought needed to be to be done. I relaxed into it, and that was because I had such support from the from the committee behind me. So it's been emotionally a bit of a roller coaster finding my own my own style. I've felt very supported. Where if something was to go wrong, I'd know someone would step in and help me out, and that that's been a really nice nice thing to experience. That's really good to hear, and I think creating that kind of supported environment is really important. What advantages do you think there are to having women leaders? I think aside from the obvious being like obvious answer of being able to campaign for issues that may not come up in male dominated unionism, I think it's really interesting to look at it as an advantage of we all have different life experience and my experience of going through a day is completely different to my male counterpart experience. So being able to have both of those put together. I think makes us a lot more rounded as a committee, as a union. And that's that's a huge advantage to having women leaders is that what has typically been a male-dominated space is now getting a more rounded approach. It's a good thing to have women leaders because we, we've all experienced things that might not have been put forward before us getting into those power positions. We talked a bit about how some of the issues we organise around are kind of affecting women the most. What do you think some of the issues facing women in the UK are and how can we organise around them and bring people in that way? Yeah, so we have a lot of women in this country will typically take on more of a homemaker role and they'll be responsible more on the day-to-day -day for young children, cooking, things that have typically been sort of assigned to us things like the electricity bills going up and needing to choose between heating and eating can be really difficult positions having young women who are trying to break free from cycles of renting and get themselves into solid secure housing as well that can be something that is is really difficult to do and having women 
leaders campaigning for things like decent housing and the right to food and stuff. They're, they're very important things. And seeing women do that for you, again, it helps create a sense of community and feel seen. So I'm hoping as a, as a women leader, I'm helping people feel seen and validated when campaigning for those kind of things like educational rights, period product rights, trying to campaign for those. How do you feed your children if you're also worrying about heating? Yeah, there's a lot of sort of issues that way. Acorn has been really kind of pushing so for, for women to be validated and seen in those struggles and then supporting them coming through them. Yeah, absolutely. One of the things we talked about when we did a women in organizing training was the history of women in unions. And I mean, in the UK, we have an incredible history of women in the union struggle. We talked about things like women in the weavers strikes, match girls, workers in Dagenham car factory. Why is it important to remember these struggles? Like why, why should we keep remembering the things these women have done? I think, unfortunately, they're not taught enough. They're not they're not lifted up enough through history and through education. I definitely learned a lot about the UK female union leadership. Learned a lot about that on that training that I didn't previously have. And this is as someone who's been a trade union member for nearly four years now. So it's really important that their stories and their history is continued and passed on, especially because they may not have been documented as well because of systems that were out of our control and, and positions of power that weren't held by us so yeah I think it's really important that those stories be shared and for us to use them to make our own stories what would you kind of want to say to maybe a young woman just like you that wants to get involved in organizing but is maybe a bit nervous or a bit worried they're not going to be good at it is there any kind of advice that you would give other than just go for it and you know, you'll be surprised at how supported you are and not that you would ever get to the point of falling down. But if you did fall down, this union especially is one that will pick you back up and, and help you get back to a place even better than what, what you were in. But yeah, don't be frightened of your power. That's a thing that I've learned over the last couple of years. And that's something that Acorn's really supported me, like not being afraid of my own power. That's absolutely fantastic advice. It's been really great to hear from you about your perspectives on women in leadership. So now I'm here with Chelsea, who's the secretary of Acorn Leeds. Chelsea's also been chair and secretary in Acorn Manchester and is also on the executive committee. We're going to be talking more about women in organising, women leaders and Chelsea's experience of Acorn. Hi, Chelsea. So what made you want to join Acorn in the first place? Hi Anna, so I originally joined ACORN because I felt like the only way that change was going to happen was by people coming together and being organised, especially after some of the politics that have happened in the UK. I just really felt like the community, people need to come together and fight for each other and not necessarily through that being through a workplace union because obviously not everyone can be part of certain trade unions if they don't work in the industry really so yeah that's why I joined ACORN yeah oh fantastic why do you think that ACORN is important how how do you think it's different from any other organizations in the UK? ACORN's important because it's the union that everyone can join and also we win and get results I think it is the number one union that can cause change in in our country our and and 
like why it's different because anyone can join with yeah and the way that ACORN builds people up and develops leaders and its members and utilizes their skills and knowledge I think is really really positive yeah absolutely so we're going to be talking a bit about women leaders so first of all from your experience what is a leader well, my experience of leaders has always been people who have a really positive outlook and people who have sort of the right skills and knowledge. And I always think it's people, if we say that, if they've got the acorn grind set, that's <laughs> what we say. Yeah, just people who are passionate about change in their communities. And yeah, people who want to stand up and make a difference, not just for themselves, but for other people and for the people who, yeah, who can't or wouldn't else, would absolutely and as a leader yourself why why do you think it's important to have women leading an acorn and I guess in the union movement just generally it's obviously important for women to lead in our union just because we need women because we bring a different perspective I think it's really important for women's rights and generally for women to be leaders I've met some amazing women through acorn yeah and I just think the the more that women are brought up the better what do you think the kind of main barriers to women getting involved is? Obviously, there's like a lot of things like childcare and women not feeling confident, women not seeing themselves as leaders. I definitely didn't. Acorn's really given me a lot of confidence. I think there's just a lot of negativity about like around women leaders, such as like calling people like bossy or like people's like perception of women in leadership positions generally and yeah someone that's been involved in ACORN for a long time like are there any barriers that you've faced to getting involved in organizing and has that changed at all? I think sometimes men don't realize sort of how much more influence they have especially being secretary and chair there's been times especially in meetings when women have spoken up and they've been spoken over and I think it's really really important that we manage that better I know that before I was in a leadership position uh, that's happened to me a few times but I think it's definitely changing with how we manage that and having more women leaders and allow women to voice and feel and women feeling confident yeah I definitely think that's changed yeah that's really good to hear and yeah how how do you think women in the union movement like how can we lift each other up I think it's important that we do lift each other up and we recognise that sometimes we might not feel as confident and if we see other women struggling, we sort of allow allow them space to express themselves or like to to communicate what they're feeling as well as giving them the opportunities to to grow and develop yeah so like just seeing how people's like seeing people gain confidence through asking them to do different things yeah absolutely and uh, yeah I was wondering as well like what kind of actions have you taken part in and like what have they been like you know do you have a favorite action that you've so when I was in Manchester as part of the landlord licensing campaign we did a really a cool action where we went to the town like in front of the town hall and we built a huge house out of cardboard boxes it was so tall it was I'm only quite sure but yeah it was like over six foot and we had loads of testimonies on it had loads of people like really interested in what we were doing yeah that was really really cool really really fun yeah and I think it really demonstrated like the need at that time for like landlord 
distancing and sort of the state of housing in Manchester like directly in front of the Manchester City Council. Yeah that sounds like a really really fun action definitely. As someone that has been you know a leader for many years and like been involved in many actions and things like that I was wondering like what has your experience of being a leader in ACON been like? I'd probably say it's like the best thing that I've ever done yeah I've done so many things I never ever would have thought of yeah just from signing up and then now I've like been on the committee for different committees for years and I'm on the EC yeah it's just been amazing I've represented ACORN on a national level and stuff yeah it's just really given me a lot of confidence and a lot more experience yeah I've just absolutely loved it it's also made me realize as well how like how I approach things especially like in about like leading groups and leading members yeah it's just been it's been really really positive oh that's yeah like really amazing to hear and so yeah you've obviously gone from like joining ACORN being elected to committee being on the regional strategy group and being on the EC as you said do you want to explain a bit about what the regional strategy group and the executive committee do so the regional strategy groups are made up of the different branches. So currently I'm part of the Yorkshire regional strategy group and in that group there is Bradford, Leeds and Sheffield currently as branches. So as part of that we have quarterly meetings where we all meet and we discuss what's been going on in our branches and just discuss if there's been anything really positive, any really good actions and just yeah have a bit of a chat from the defence what's working well in terms of engagement yeah really really good and then EC which I've just been recently re-elected to which I was really happy about is really really interesting it's the national committee where we oversee the direction of the campaigns and policies of ACORN and we make decisions on that on a national level so yeah as part of being on the EC as well it's my job to take that back to the RSG the regional strategy group which can then so to inform the committee members in the RSG so that they can feed back to the members at their local branch level. Through doing all those things how how do you think you've kind of developed like as an organizer and kind of developed organizing skills? It's definitely given me a different perspective on everything which is something that I definitely didn't have before yeah sort of being able to see how different people operate and see who would be a good leader who can um sort of who has the right mindset it's also just um, and a lot more in-depth knowledge it's sort of like about wide the wider movement as well and sort of why we do things as well yeah and how everything's working together and how all the different branches and campaigns are working together to reform yeah reform what's happening fantastic what have been some of your like proudest moments as part of ACON some of my proudest moments has been seeing how individual members have developed and changed and grown yeah and then they themselves have become leaders so our secretary in Manchester like seeing how he's really gains more confidence and like knows this that has the skills now and he's also like on the executive committee yeah I think just like seeing the members grow and develop and become really really skilled and active has just been really really positive 
yeah just before this call we were having a bit of a chat about some of the like women leaders you've developed do you want to talk a bit more about that yeah so the current Manchester chair she was door knocked by our organizer and got involved with the branch as part of the Bayless campaign so that's campaign in Manchester to stop the Manchester City Council from using Bayless to collect council tax and she spoke to our organiser and because she had Bayless come round so yeah she was really she wanted us to be really really involved in the campaign and through that she has given testimony and the demands to the leader of the City Council and was able to say to her this is what's happened to me this is these are our demands and sort of directly take what had happened to her and she said that it was one of the most powerful things she's ever done and she yeah she's now been elected chair of Manchester she's co-chair of Manchester so yeah just seeing her go from someone who was this had happened to her and it was really awful and now she's become really like she feels powerful through ACORN it's just been amazing yeah, that's definitely incredible to hear about and like gold standard, really. And yeah, like what what do you think we gain as a union by having, you know, more women leaders? Yeah, Viv's amazing. I just think it's really, really important to have people who really, really care about change and want to make it happen and are really, really passionate. Like seeing her from being like just being door knocked to now being a leader as as a woman, I just think there's many of the unions that could develop members as quickly. Yeah, that's really fantastic. And you were involved in the Women in Organising residential in Birmingham last year, I think it was. Yeah, do you want to explain a bit about like what that was like? Yeah, it was absolutely incredible. I felt so, so lucky that I could go just meeting up with loads of other women in Acorn from around the UK. Yeah, it was just really, really good. It felt it just felt amazing for us all to be together. I learned so much from everybody. Yeah, and just met some really, really powerful, strong women who like really, really inspired me to want to take Acorn further and made me want to do more, do more for women, especially in our in our union, and make sure that it's women in Acorn members feel like that they can do things and that they want to yeah rather than letting men lead the way and what what kind of things did you do at the conference so we had a few workshops on different things about like the history of women in organizing which was really really fascinating and I sort of learned that we're we're building on a present moment in time we're sort of building from history of women doing all of these amazing actions and being a part of movements to where we are so this we're playing currently playing our part um yeah and also we had some really really lovely food and went out and it was really really nice <laughs> good well, bonding yeah, as well yeah <laughs> nice. yeah we've got a few last questions yeah where do you thought you'd end up here when you first joined no <laughs> I didn't really know what to expect. Acorns really, really built me up. Yeah, when I joined, I was really, really shy. Whereas now, I, I feel like I know how to like, be a leader, how to lead members, how to develop people. And I know what my skill sets are, my perspective on everything. It's changed my life in a lot of ways. And I've just met some incredible people. And I've really, really felt like I've built a sense of community, which is just something that I never, ever would have thought I would have got from just literally filling in a form. 
<laughs> but <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just, yeah, I never would have thought that I'd be doing anything like this. So yeah, I'm really, really grateful. Oh, that's amazing. For anyone listening in the UK, acornunion.org.uk forward slash join. And yeah, what's, so what's your favourite thing about Acorn? The people in Acorn, I would say. And also that we win all the time, that we win. Yeah, I can't choose between those two. <laughs> Sweet. And yeah, I guess, lastly, what would you say to a woman that maybe wants to get involved in organising, but is like a little bit nervous, never done it before? Like, what, what would you tell them? Or what would some of your advice be? My advice would just be to get started I think just to go to meetings obviously join ACORN that's my number one recommendation <laughs> um yeah just go I think yeah just to try and being part of something bigger there's other women who will always support and back you um yeah so yeah my number one advice would just be to join ACORN basically <laughs> Oh, fantastic yeah it's been really great speaking with you Chelsea and like some yes really great reflections and like really lovely hearing about your experience of ACORN over the past few years and as like a really incredible leader and organiser within the organisation it was just nice to sit down and have a chat yeah thank you cheers <laughs>